Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Pod Diva. This is Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley. If you're a Strictly fan, or even if you're not, you can't help but be excited by this week's interview. Diva Magazine's gorgeous cover stars are the BBC's Strictly Come Dancing all-female dancing duo, the fantastic Jade Adams and the sublime Karen Hauer. Diva Magazine's Nick Krizara was lucky enough to catch them on their lunch break, mid-rehearsal, fresh from Jade's successful flash dance interpretation. Even Jennifer Beals got wind of it and spread the love because that's the kind of wonderful person Miss Beals is. Sadly, Jade and Karen are no longer in the competition. It's a disaster, darling, but their legacy and their love lives on. The first voice you'll hear is Jade. And when you finish listening, go out and grab yourself a copy of Diva Magazine. Jade, thank you for the entertainment. Keep dancing. Diva. She's eating, but it, the response has been overwhelming. I spent all day yesterday reading the most amount of lovely comments. I was swimming in a sea of oxytocin all of Sunday. It's been insane. It was incredibly positive. I mean, I've experienced a lot of positivity on the show. This was beyond, you know, it really reached out to people, really kind of like resonated. For us, I mean, we were having fun. We were having the best time out there and we were just really happy that that kind of got through and it made people smile and cry. Inundated from messages of people saying, why am I crying at such a um, pumping song? (laughs) I have spent my entire life hating the way I look. I've decided I'm going to be brave this week. The message got so far that actual Jennifer Beals from Flashdance and The L Word... Let me hear a hell yeah for that hell, uh, TV yeah. show. I've watched five times over. <laughs> but actual Bet Porter contacted me on Twitter to say bellissimo. The the image of me on the chair at the end has really um, struck a chord with people, and that is everything I wanted to achieve on this show. The sentence we keep saying, which is dancers come in all different shapes and sizes. I spent all of lockdown watching this very thing on TikTok. So I follow a hashtag on there. And there's people like Eric Kavanagh dancing. There's Lizzie dances. There's obviously we've got Lizzo. And I feel that at the moment, there is a huge positive wave of um, body positivity. And it feels like all of the work that people like Felicity Hayward has done and Lizzo has done over the last, say, five years has really started taking shape, taking form. You watch adverts that have nothing to do with body positivity. There's an advert at the moment, I think it's for insurance, 
and there's just a girl on there dancing and she's in a studio dancing and, she, and she's a bigger girl and there's no com- conversation about why she's bigger it's just this is what it is so I feel like what we did this weekend is very very timely and we were just living our best lives two girls dancing like you would do in your mum's attic when the parents are over making up dances upstairs but actually what we've done is made people feel a bit more confident was it anton who said that that should be like the poster yeah anton said yeah it was anton amazing karen you said that there's been a lot of like highlights you're the longest serving female professional on the show at the moment so I'd love to know, what do you love about the show? This show is like a comfort blanket. You know, when you have, when you're a kid and you have that little, a little teddy bear or a blanket that is always with you and it, you feel safe, you feel protected, you feel happy. I always feel that Strictly is like that for me. You know, it makes you feel happy. It makes people come together, families come together. And the fact that dancing has evolved so much, that this show has, has done so much for, for everyone especially the last two years. To be fair, it's an amazing show. And I know, I mean, because when you see it, every, everything's amazing, but it's the inside of it. The inside of it is what's incredible. And it's what's so positive about it and why it's lasted so long and why I've been a part of it for so long as well. And I will hope to be a part of it for as long as I can. I call myself the, the strictly uh, antique, um, <laughs> slowly becoming a relic. You know, and I, I started dancing when I was when I was eight years old in the Bronx in just um, an elementary school, and I didn't speak English. And it was one of these things that kind of just there was this dance program called Arts Connection. They put me into this program because I didn't have any friends and I didn't speak the language and I didn't really know how to communicate. And I was quite quite a shy kid. I'm still quite shy though. Yeah, a little bit, a yeah. little bit, a little bit shy. Yeah, she's shy. Um, <laughs> Came out of my, you know, show a little bit more, but you know, she comes alive in the stage. Yes, you do. <laughs> but it was because of this program in school that I that I started my career as a dancer. And I, I never, for like, I never thought that it would I would end up here. But it it literally changed my life. You know, little girl from Venezuela living in the Bronx, and all of a sudden, um, it's like a Cinderella story. I absolutely loved it from the first time that you know I was taught a, a step, and I heard the piano. Amazing, amazing journey. Jade, you've described this pairing as being a full circle moment for you as well, as you used to do competitive disco dancing with your with your late sister. So 11 years ago, I um, lost my sister to a brain tumour. She was diagnosed in 2005 and then she she finally died in 2011. The night before I was with Sink the Pink, actually, on one of my very first gigs I ever did in London, we were working at a disused brothel, putting on a sort of nightclub there, and I was on the door. And I had a really good night with that lot. Glynfuss was been a friend for many years and woke up the next day and my mum told me I needed to go to Portsmouth and say goodbye to her. And it, it isn't just like losing someone that I kind of know. It was like losing an arm. We lived, we were each other. We, we had bunk beds together. She very much became my protector as well, because when I was at school, I was bullied for being fat and various other things that they found wrong with me. And my sister was the most popular girl at school. And she, uh, if you know, there were my sister at her moles. And I remember a time where I got into a, I got, well, I didn't get into a situation, but there was this horrible boy in the playground picking on me and she heard about it and a message got round to her. 
And the next thing you know is my sister comes storming through the playground with a massive group of friends and she drags me out of the situation. And that basically was what she was like with me for the 28 years that I had her in my life. And we also used to dance together in our auntie's freestyle disco dancing school for 13 years. And my sister studied contemporary dance at the University of Chichester. And until she got diagnosed with a brain tumour, she, you know, had the same sort of promise that, um, you know, Karen's been able to sort of achieve in her life. My sister was a really talented dancer. She did all different types of dance as well. But then obviously she got diagnosed while she was at university and she sort of finished her, her degree. She passed, but... It wasn't with the flying colours that she could have done if she she couldn't dance anymore. She was she was too dizzy, you know. It's a brain tumour. It's not the easiest to um, work. We can't work around that. Um, uh, but yeah, she uh, we danced together, and um, I held her back a bit as well. But we just I remember at the end of dance last year when we got a bit older, wanting a little bit of space from each other. I got I had a different partner, and she had a different partner. I think it was the last year we did this disco dancing, but. For 12 years, she was my partner. She, I used to lift her. I, there was a point where I got bigger than her and we had to have a sort of very slightly awkward conversation, which is like, we were just thinking, I think we should just start switching this up a bit. Um, but I, yeah, I used to lift her and we we, we, we did okay. Well, we, we didn't do okay. I held her back loads. Um, <laughs> we won. There was one time in 12 years that we did well. We got a fourth place medal at a dance competition that my auntie put on in Devon Cliffs. Haven Caravan Club. So basically, something not a lot of people know, is freestyle disco dancing and ballroom operate in similar spaces around the country. And actually, freestyle disco dancing has its own version of Blackpool. So in the south, there's one at Devon Cliffs, which is where I had my first ever win. And then we also, if we're good enough to win Devon Cliffs and get a, a first, second or a third place, you get to go to Blackpool to do the big competition up there. We came fourth, which is amazing. It came out of loads of kids of our age group and our ability. We came fourth. And I remember coming off the dance floor and there was like a wall of compliments and loads of people touching us saying, you've did really well and looking surprised. And I remember thinking to myself, well, I like this. I got sort of the bug for performing at that moment. But yeah, she and I never made it to Blackpool. Um, she would have gone to Blackpool had they have given her a dance partner with the same ability as her. But she never bothered my sister. She um, she loved me more than anyone has ever loved me, which has actually been the most protective thing I've had. Even with her being not alive anymore, I know what love is because she showed it to me in such a visceral way that there is no mistaking if anyone wants to love me, I know what it looks like. And if you don't match up to that, then it's it's just not going to happen. Oh, that's so beautiful. I'm sure that she's very proud of you. Proud and dead jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be sisters if there wasn't jealousy. <laughs> exactly. <no. laughs> Amazing. Karen, this is your first time being in a all-female pairing on Strictly. How's it been for you and how has it impacted the choreography and teaching side of it? You know what? We bonded so quickly. So quick. And I guess it's that thing of like, you know, when you share everything. I mean, we cry, we laugh. There's nothing that holds us back. There's nothing that we don't talk about ever. We talk about everything and everyone, you know, and it's... She got mad at me the other day because I had a cheeky little snog the other the other day and I hadn't told her. I We were together for at least four hours 
where I hadn't told her that I'd had a cheeky little snog with someone. And she was like, I can't believe that you held that from me for four hours. <laughs> We're literally like BFFs. Yeah. We are BFFs, you know, and it's, we spend so much time together and we, and it's, it's the thing that you have to, you have to get to know each other very well and you have to trust one another. And, and I think that that's come really natural for us. And then dancing as well. It's, I always say that I, we're not trying to convert or come up with like the most extraordinary, you know, mind blowing choreography. We just want to dance. We just want to have a good time. I choreograph everything thinking about Jade, about what's going to make her smile, what's going to make her shine, what's going to look amazing on her. And, you know, there never comes a time where it's, it's just choreography. You know, everything, every step has been thought about and there's a significance behind every step i haven't really changed the way that i that i choreograph because i'm, I'm dancing with jade i choreograph for the person yeah. you know i choreograph for their ability for their the emotion and i find that fascinating because she's such a fascinating human being if anything it's easier for me when when my celeb opens up that i'm able to kind of just grab details of their life and, and grab details of, of how they are. It's made my my journey as a choreographer much easier and much more enjoyable. Um, there's nothing that I'm going, oh, maybe that's not, you know, we come in, I have a structure, you know, and I always have plan A, plan B and plan C. We jiggle a little bit. Yeah, so this week we're doing the American Smooth, which is actually going to be an homage to my sister. But obviously with the American Smooth, we're doing something different this week that we've not done before, which is the lifts. And Karen has got plan A, plan B and plan C with the lifts as well. So there are the lifts that we can't, you know, be nice if we did these lifts. But also, if that doesn't happen, we can do these lifts. And, and that's one of the best things about the partnership with her. I'm, I've already got so much stress from this being like, you know, completely out of your comfort zone, then all the, the sort of eyes that are on you. Karen's choreography makes this process the most calming aspect of the entire process because there are so many contingency plans. <laughs> Coming like a sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen articles describing you as heterosexual, but back in 2016 when you spoke to Diva, you labelled yourself as bisexual, but also said that you would like for there to not have to be a need for labels. Yeah, of course. I'm single now and um, I'm exploring and I'm a, I am would refer to myself as a pansexual. I sort of fall in love with people, with their personalities. And I always think of it, all of my exes, whenever I speak to people and all of their exes look the same or are the same, I'm like, this seems a bit psychopathic. <laughs> like that you have to have someone who's exactly the same each time and each relationship doesn't work. But every one of my exes look wildly <laughs> different and are wildly different. And I feel like my sort of romantic and sexual history has been me finding out what my thing is, you know. As a comedian, it is my job to make everyone have a nice time and not be specific about that. So I'm very careful to keep myself for everyone. Because I believe that if you're going to make change happen in the world, the worst thing you can do is preach to people. The best thing you can do is be what Karen does with me, which is she does this little thing, which is if I worry we've not done stuff too quickly, she goes, no, no, nipple, nipple, push, 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 slowly, slowly, slowly. And I would say that as well about change as well. Change only really sticks around when things take, it, it just takes its natural time. And for me, 
I want to be like a Trojan horse of liberalism. And this is the perfect magazine to say that to, because obviously all of your wonderful readers are already on board outside of the, uh, the, that sort of world. The, the thing that's the most important thing about me is the fact that I'm entertaining and make people laugh. And I make everyone laugh. So when I did my show, Amazon, my Amazon Prime special, The Ballad of Kylie Jenner's Old Face slash series Black Jumper, which is on Amazon Prime, what was very important to me. So I had people who were 13 and people who were 85 come to that show. I had people from all different backgrounds. I had all different class uh, classes of people. I had working class people, middle class people, I had upper class people all laughing at the same thing. I, I had a massive, diverse, broad spectrum of people in the room genders, sexualities, the lot. And they all gathered together in the room to all laugh and enjoy something at the same time. And that is what I want to achieve with my job, because I feel like I've been put on this planet to make people feel a bit better. And that <clears throat> has come, we're doing a really intense dance this week, so I cry at every single thing. But one of the reasons why is when um, my, when my sister, um, when she was sick, uh, I got driven to the hospital and she was sat on the bed and everyone was waiting for me because I was coming from uni. So I got driven by my hysterical friend Paula, who was like, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what a brain tumour was or anything. So I just sort of like stayed calm and I got to the hospital and mum and dad and whoever else was there all got taken into a room and Jenna and I were like sort of left together and she grabbed my hand she said to me with real venom she said can you please start making everyone laugh because they're all looking at me like i'm about to die and it's doing my nutting and because of that moment it's why i became a comedian it's why i'm entertaining people and i just want to make everyone have a nice time and so for me who I am, my sexuality and stuff is is the least important part about what I do. The most important thing is, is that I can get people to come to a room and feel a bit better about how difficult everything is. Thank you for sharing that story and you've done, you've done such a wonderful job. Again, you'd make your sister yeah, so proud and you've created true inclusivity. You are making the world a better place, so thank you so much for everything you've done. Thanks, babes. Um, we are uh, doing such an intense <laughs> I don't know if that answers your questions about my sexuality. At the moment, I'm absolutely having the best time in my life working out who I am and having cheeky snogs with girls, cheeky <laughs> snogs with boys, cheeky snogs with non-binary people, cheeky snogs with people who are trans. I'm doing everything I want to do in my life because I've had a period of it where I wasn't doing that. And I, now life's for living, babe. Nice for living, yes. I hope you have even more cheeky snogs coming I hope up. I have. But you need to tell me. And now I need to tell you immediately. How dare you not tell me? I, I felt betrayed. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Karen, talking of this topic, you have so many admirers in the diva community. How does it feel to be such a heartthrob to LGBTQI? You were going to say you've been married so many times. <laughs> <laughs> the same that type of magazine, we're not throwing shade. Part diva. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. 
they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pot diva. We're livid we're li- you keep marrying men, to be honest. Although I do love her husband, Jordan. He's so great. We're in a WhatsApp group together. He's fast. Oh, we're going on holiday next week. We're going on a little retreat together before we start again. You know what? I've never... Queer icon, babe. <laughs> I've never really thought of myself as um, any kind of sexiness. I'm really, like, shy. I don't like. I don't take compliments really well. She doesn't. I'm... I'm I like hide. The only time I actually come out alive <laughs> is when I'm on stage. That's when I'm my true self. So to hear that I have admirers. Uh, you are a queer icon, Karen. Do you know how many ladies get in touch with me to ask you if you were single? <laughs> You're There's definitely a, a queer icon. icon. <laughs> There's going to be an amazing pro dance coming up on the show that is going to so set I, your readers alight. It, it goes on this week. Oh, like, is it this week? This week. Oh, right, okay. So this week on the results show, is it? Yeah. There is going to be this dance that is one of the pro dances. Is it Argentine tango? Yeah. It's an Argentine tango <laughs> between her and Luba, and it is the sexiest thing I've ever watched. People still haven't recovered from the pro dance between Carlos and Nikita, so... <laughs> Wait. Oh, we're, we're bringing them. Wait, <laughs> just going around. That was like a little push, push. That was a warm up. <laughs> that was a warm up act. It's coming. I watched it. She showed me on her phone. It's incredible. It's it's gorgeous. And I'd say more stuff to make Karen the queer icon that I believe she is. Even though she keeps marrying men, we'll we'll, we'll forgive her. I've done, I've been there too. Myself. I didn't marry him, but um, I've been there too. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see the professional dance. Your partnership is uh, great for visibility and everything on the show has been more inclusive. Have you heard back from any queer viewers about what your partnership means to them? Yeah, I've had, I had a girl tweet yesterday. She says, as a little, she called herself, she said, as a little fat queer ex-dancer, she said, I've never felt so... Oh, there, there's basically loads. I've retweeted it as well, so I'm, I'm badly quoting it. 
she says, I remember being a little fat queer dancer and feeling very alone. This partnership is giving me life and things like that. But we are just inundated with queer support, which is just fabulous. And long may it continue. We're going, um, Karen and I, on Wednesday, we're having our first red carpet together. We are going to the Attitude Awards together. I'm going to be hosting an award, which is going to be fab. Send you out on that red carpet. They're going to go nuts. (laughs) How important do you think it is to have this representation on such a popular show as well? To be honest, completely honest with you, the reason why I, because it was a decision that I made when I was talking to the producers about what I might want and what I don't want. And I gave them a load of options. So I just said, you know, I could dance with Johannes. That would be really fabulous. I could dance with Kai. That would be really sexy. Or I could dance with a girl. And the reasoning for it was nothing to do with sexuality because we're dancing. We ain't chagging Um, (laughs) as much as I'd love to. Uh, Um, uh, (laughs) But I grew up in a world where girls dance with girls because there were no boys to go around. So for me, this was totally normal. But it also means I can lift. I'm dead strong. I'm a big big burly girl big sturdy girl as self-esteem would say i'm a big sturdy bird because i i know i can do that because i used to lift my sister so as much as i would like to tell your readers that this was to do with sexuality i think the actual truth is is that this was just a very natural thing are you looking forward to a specific dance in like particular if I get to stay, in, I won't say it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> if I get to stay in this competition, I have a Charleston for a very specific week. And I know what the week is and I know what the music is to it. And it is iconic. Okay. Like I, I cried again. I cry all the time. But I cried when I found out what this was. I feel honoured I'm even being considered to do it. So yeah, the Charleston we've got planned is... You already have all three of my votes every week. If, if I can get six, I'll just keep them coming for this chance. <laughs> Look, just move people in, get yeah. their phones, yeah. steal their phones and just keep going. <laughs> really hope that we get to see that. Obviously, you get a lot of celebration online, but how do you deal with like more of the negative side? Obviously, you have like Jennifer Beals. So. I grew up with my mum saying every sort of sentence and saying she could to protect me from the bullies. And one of those things that we've all forgotten as adults is that expression which is sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. And people keep saying what they want to say about me, but it's always been said to me and I'm so used to it. It doesn't get in. It's just like, you know, it's another round of bullets hitting my skin and I fire away, they say. (laughs) I won't let this shame sink in. Another great song for The Greatest Showman. And... um, all of these things are right. I think now we know the internet exists and Twitter exists. Do you know Do you know that there are bots that aren't real people? And you can always tell that they are because they have names and then loads of numbers after it. They find people who the algorithm says, oh, this person might be fat or this person might be queer or this person might be black. That I find diversity. And then they send abuse to those people to sort of change the algorithms. They, there are um, robots out there designed to hurt people in order to feed the algorithms that, that help things get sold, basically. So when it's weirdly specific, that, that can sometimes sting. But to be honest with you, I use it as an opportunity to brag about how successful I am and sell tickets to my tour. So I've just decided that um, if, if, if Brian from Kent doesn't like my thighs, 
I'm fine about that because I've got an Amazon Prime special and my thighs got me there. How would you describe your dynamic? Obviously watching you two together and you've already said you're very close. Well, it was a nice surprise. Yeah. I mean, it was, again, once we met, it was like, it felt like we had known each other for the longest time. Yeah. So it was instant connection. Sometimes you don't have that, you know, with your partners or just even with people at times. There's many times that in the past that I've actually seen it on the show where you don't get along with your celebrity or it just there's a lot of things that are like prohibiting you from actually just being one. But with us, it, it's been amazing from the beginning. We just want to have a good time. Her Strictly journey is through me, you know, and I just want to show her the best time. Yes, it's difficult what we're doing. And yes, it's going to sometimes feel frustrating. I think now that we're into the fourth week, I think that Jade is really kind of seeing how it really, how everything works. Because the first couple of weeks is so intense, but then you start getting used to the intensity and you start getting used to, you know, what you have to do. And not just with me, but when we get to the studio, it's kind of learning the ropes. And I think the more and more that you're in the show, you become more comfortable with it and more comfortable with you being in it. If any, whatever happens, all I want is for Jade to say that she had the best time. That's all that matters to me. For whatever week, it doesn't matter. And I always tell them, like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah, exactly. You know, the best thing is that we've met. The best thing is that we've danced and we've laughed, we've cried, we've entertained. It's only week four, but it feels like we've been together for six years. Yeah. <laughs> it's We've definitely made friends for life between the two of us. And I can say that without even looking over to get her to agree with it. <laughs> I've definitely made a friend for life in Karen. And I get to now with my friend entertain people every week. And that is just spectacular, to be honest with you. And isn't that what this TV show is all about? Mm. It's the best entertainment format in the world. Everyone's copied it. And the reason is, is because... It shows us that everyone, no matter who you are, where you come from, what you believe, what colour you are, what religion you're from, what sexuality or gender you are, one can make other people happy. That that should never be limited to people who look and are and be a, a certain way. This entire experience is, is going to be the best thing I've ever done in my life. I know it already is. It already is. Whenever whatever happens, I am just really glad. I am really glad I just get to say my sister's name on television to eight million people next Saturday because she asked my mum when she was really sick and she said do you think people will forget me and my mum said oh not as long as we're, we're alive no one will forget you and uh, how lucky is she that this Saturday everyone's going to know her and as far as I'm concerned that'll do pig. Yeah, that's beautiful. And yeah, I'm wishing you all the best for this Saturday. We have to talk about your tango. I won't be forgiven by the divas if we don't. What was it like to play two lovers going through this heartbreak? It was an amazing story to watch through dance. I can't believe you can get me that necklace. I keep on saying it. <laughs> I know. We'll always have an argument about this. I know. Who I was should've... it? Who was it? Well, I know who it was. Yeah, you know who it was. <laughs> this is literally what we had, what we were... Um, <laughs> we were sat talking about our, our experiences in our lives, which I think is something that's really relevant to a lot of people. It's a storyline that isn't just people that are in heteronormative relationships. This sort of stuff happens all over the place, yeah. which is, you know, people cheat, people lie. Um, and we would just thought it would be a really interesting um, storyline to have between the two of us in a tango. Because tango is all about fire and passion and you sort of need to have that. 
remember we had a little brainstorm. Yeah. We had a little brainstorming session. And, and I, I always like to talk to her about the ideas because, you know, I can picture something else, but then she, she'll like bring in a, another idea. And then I'm like, oh, that, that actually works. It was nice to be able to talk about relationships and the things that we've been through. I wanted it to mean something to Jade. Yeah. Because that's how you really can get into character when, when you can dig from previous relationships and, and things that have happened to you. So it was important that we both had to dig and to be the victim at one point or the, the bad guy. But I, I also, I love acting. I always want to play the villain. It's been an absolute dream of mine in my career to eventually get to a point where I'm playing those sort of roles. So that was quite thrilling for me, really, because I've got a lot of experience with villains. It was very nice to channel some of that experience into a character and a part. But yeah, that was absolutely thrilling for me. I remember looking at myself in that burgundy onesie and thinking, God, I'm going to play someone amazing in a movie at some point. Well, your tango was to Adele's rumour has it. Um, and I know you've spoken about this a bit on the show, but could you tell us about your past as an Adele drag act? So... I couldn't get into stand-up because I didn't go to Cambridge or Oxford, but I found the LGBT community and they all said, you look a bit like Adele. And not wanting to work in any more cafes, I just started doing that. And so for my first four years on the queer cabaret scene, I performed in so many, all the venues, even the Black Cat, which isn't there anymore, Madam Jojo's. Um, the Royal Vauxhall Tavern. The first time I ever did the performance was at the Vauxhall Tavern. Yeah, that was my act for about four years. And then whilst that was earning me my rent, I was working on a different act to enter the Funny Women Awards in 2014, um, which was just me on stage. But yeah, I got to sort of wear a mask for a little while, which was a really useful way to sort of find my comedic voice. That's how I became a comic, is pretending to be Adele. Can I just hear you say again, divorce, babe? Divorce, babe. Divorce. <laughs> Although it does sound a bit like Gemma Collins as well. <laughs> so there's been so many iconic dancers from you both already, but also I want to talk about the professional dance movie week. Karen, you got to play Mirabelle. What was what was this like for you? Oh, it was it was amazing because, funny enough, when they first told me that I was going to play Maribel, I hadn't I hadn't seen the movie, and then I was like, oh my god, I need to see this movie. So I rushed and I watched, and then I was looking and I was looking at her, and I'm like. She looks just I look just like Maribel. And I put my glasses on. It was the perfect casting. The aunt and uncle. We had Diane and Cameron playing that. And then we had the sister who was played by Michelle. It was absolutely insane. The the similarities in all the characters. And Graziano was um Bruno. Katya was one of the one of her, her aunts. And it was it was perfectly casted and um, it meant a lot as well because I'm from Venezuela and, you know, this is from Colombia. And the fact that it was in Spanish, you know, it reminded me of home and the colors, just what I was wearing. It was really nice. It was a nice touch. It felt like I was actually going back home. It felt like my tradition, which I lived in New York since I was eight years old. So I left Venezuela when I was, when I was rather young. So I don't really remember much of it, but that brought me back. It was super sweet, and I'm, I'm glad that the kids absolutely went wild. Families went wild for it. The amount of messages that I got, it, that I got, it was really sweet. So I was, I was really happy. I could play Maribel at any point. I can't sing, but I can kind of act. She can sing. I can't sing. She can <laughs> sing. Don't make me sing. She can sing. <laughs> <laughs> and can you give us like a little peek behind the curtain of what the average day in your lives together looks like? So we get up, 
We have a coffee. Coffee. Then we have another coffee. Yeah. We then have we have another coffee. Yeah, we, have, we have to have a lot of coffees before we start. Then we um uh, do a warm up, which involves us putting on. Well, I put on music from my favorite. So my top five films are all dance movies, and so I put on a famous piece of music from a dance film, and I and we warm up to that. And then we get going on the dance. Dance. Hopefully by the end of Monday I've got it in. Yeah. And then basically Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are all about getting it clean and and running it through. Yeah. I mean we start, we like taking naps. Naps. Lunch. Yeah. Naps. More running through, but after about three o'clock, I just stare at her vaguely. Yeah, she, I, she goes cross-eyed, <laughs> and I and I just go, Hi. okay, let's go. Okay, we're done. And then when we're done with everything, gin and tonic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> perfect, perfect way to end everything. How did you both feel when you first danced together on the dance floor, and then how does it compare to where you're at now? Well, in the, I felt in the beginning, uh, it was for me. It was more like I I didn't know what to expect. I was assessing the whole time. I was assessing how she was going to react when she was in training, and then how she was going to react when we went to the rehearsal, camera blocking, how she was going to react to the live show. And it was for me, it was almost like I was studying her and just kind of seeing the patterns and what to expect, so then I could enhance or protect. For me, it's all about making everything so there's not that much drama around her or even though there's there's things that I can't control but for me it's mostly about how I can get her to be at her best so she can perform to her best that first I mean that was amazing the roar from the crowd when you came out of that like the storage storage container (laughs) and then when she ripped yes or coat off what was it the boiler suit the boiler suit she loves finishing my sentences as well that's another thing and the roar from the audience that I was remember I was sweeping and then she called me over and I'm still sweeping because I'm just like I was just happy to like hear everybody and the way that she just like presented the confidence was freaking phenomenal and then from there I was like okay I got you okay I see you I see what I'm working with you put me in front of an audience I go crazy (laughs) I love it it's the best thing ever yes and that's the hardest thing to teach is performance. It's, you know, entertainment. And she's got it in bundle, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm good. Would you like to plug any way that divas can see more of you outside of Strictly? You've got a show with Gorka. Yeah, Fire Dance. Uh, Fire Dance coming up in February and March. But then there's, you know, there's the arena tour um, that if, if Jade wants to do it, that's amazing. The Strictly arena tour. And then there's the pro tours as well, which... Hopefully I'll be on as well. And then I'm taking a month off. Well deserved, well deserved. <laughs> She's I'm just been... got married. Oh, I just gosh. got married, but I might be divorced by the end of the show. Because <laughs> he doesn't see me. He never um, sees her. So we, we alternate our rehearsal times up there. Because keeping, keeping Jordan sweet is as important to me as it is to Karen. So I'll go up to Manchester and then she gets to stay with him. And then we do, we do, we, we mix it up really. But I have a tour next year, March, April. Uh, it starts off at the Hackney Empire, which is very, very nearly sold out. I've already done the Edinburgh Fringe Festival with it, but I've got like another 30 odd dates with that. Also, I start filming my brand new series for ITV2 in January. I think my movie that I'm in, The Greatest Days, comes out in the spring. And then obviously I've got series two of Almost Not Normal to do later in the summer. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people.
Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.